This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. We interrupt this program to bring you the following message. What if everything you've been told about money was a lie? It's time for the truth. Welcome to Financial Coaching Radio, where cookie-cutter financial advice just doesn't cut it. With your host, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. He's giving it to you straight and pulling back the curtains on the financial advice industry. No hidden agenda and no one-size-fits-all baby steps. Only unbiased, objective help for your entire financial life. Tackling your money questions at 893-1450. And now, here's the host of Financial Coaching Radio, commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. What is up? We're going to show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out jasonqualscfp.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P.com. You want to jump in? Email address can be found at financialcoachingradio.com. Sometimes we go through a lot of tough times in our life, and losing a loved one is one of those tough times. And whether we're in tough times or not, there's a lot of financial decisions that have to be made, especially when you're trying to move forward after someone close to you has passed away. There are financial moves you need to make sure you take care of if you lose someone close to you. So here's a little quick list of those tasks you have to go through if you do lose a parent, you lose a a spouse, a child, uh, God forbid, uh, an aunt, an uncle, you're trying to deal with what do you do next. First thing you're going to want to do if someone close to you or you're handling their financial affairs after they've passed away, you want to get their social security number, their birth certificate, and maybe even military paperwork if they're there. Get at least 10 copies of the death certificate. Because you'll need certain, you'll need to contact certain institutions that they had financial dealings with, and they'll ask for the death certificate. Now, I'll give you an example um, in the financial account arena. Let's say that your spouse has an IRA. You are the beneficiary of that IRA. They pass away, and obviously, it's going to go to you. If you're going to make a change or you inherit that money. Uh, you're going to need to provide a death certificate. Same thing if there's life insurance. You're going to need plenty of copies. You're also going to want to notify the Social Security Office of the death and file a benefits claim uh, if you're going to qualify for the the death benefit. The Social Security death benefit is a one-time payment of $250. Not a lot, obviously, but if someone has passed away, you need to get the $250 from the Social Security office. Social Security survivor benefits are much more important as they provide family members with monthly payments that sometimes last for the rest of their lives. You need to locate car titles as well. And if you're just joining in, we're talking about what do you do financially? What are some moves you need to make if you lose someone close to you, someone passes away? Get those death certificates, get their Social Security number, and get the car title. Get current statements on their financial accounts, retirement accounts, investment accounts, bank accounts, savings accounts, all that stuff. You're going to need to get current statements. And you're also going to want to contact, I would say contact a, an attorney. 
if there's a will there, uh, typically someone is going to use the same attorney who drafted the will. You don't have to, but you're going to need to go through the probate process. You're going to have to go through the probate court, and usually filing the proper paperwork there is going to take an attorney. You don't have to have one, I don't believe, but that would be the smartest money move. Someone who specializes in estate planning and probate. If someone died that was close to you and they did not have a will, uh, then you're going to have to follow the probate and the interstate laws, that's the legal term for dying without a will, that are set forth in Tennessee. If they have a will, uh, obviously if you're going through this process that I'm laying out here today on the show, you're probably the executor. But whether or not, sometimes people pass away and maybe the executor is, is not going to step into action and you got to step into it. Or if they don't have a will, someone's got to step up and take care of this stuff. You also need to obtain letters from the courthouse because they're going to want to take control of certain things in the estate and have it go through the probate process properly. You need to file a death claim with the life insurance company if there was life insurance there. Again, they're going to want copies of the death certificate. You need to check with any employer benefits. That would be life insurance as well. But what about health insurance? I'll make an HSA account. Maybe they had a balance there. What about pension? Those are all things that it could be entitled to if they pass away and had employer-provided benefits. So it's a stressful time losing a loved one. But there are financial decisions you must make. And get some help with this because it's going to try and time. A lot of people recommend... You know, so someone dies close to you, maybe a spouse, and you know, you're going to inherit some money from them. Obviously, hopefully they did the planning the right way. There's life insurance there to provide uh, whatever that it was designed to provide, income replacement, payoff debt, whatever. And uh, some people don't recommend or they recommend you don't do anything uh, very quickly after losing a loved one. I don't know if there's a time frame, but I would say it's more about the, the advice that you get. You need to be working with someone who's on your side, a fee-only certified financial planner. Say, look, lost a loved one. I inherited this money. Uh, Obviously, I need to do something with it. Here's my financial situation. What's the best financial plan for me? A lot of people are going to be financial salespeople. You need to learn how to weed out those people, and you weed them out by understanding who the advisor truly works for. Do they work only for you, or do they work for an institution? Who is paying them? How are they paid? I guess is a better way to put it. Is commissions, kickbacks, percentages, flat fees, all that stuff. You need to make sure you understand how they're paid. What you're trying to do with the how they're paid and who they work for is remove conflicts of interest. Because if someone has stronger ties to the institution they represent, or they have an incentive to recommend one product over another, those are conflicts of interest you need to stay away from. And of course you want to be qualified and trained properly that's why i tell you all we work with the certified financial <coughs> excuse me certified financial planner <clears throat> go to jason qualls cfp.com that's jason qualls cfp.com and if there's iras involved and you lose a loved one uh, there's many many well the laws just changed now listen, we talked about this not long ago on financial coaching radio the retirement uh, inheriting retirement accounts laws have changed depending on if you're a spouse or you're not so that's another reason, not just in itself, to make sure you're getting guidance because it's not, it's, it's I don't say it's complicated, but there are nuances you need to make sure you're aware of. Um, and the thing about inheriting money, 
if it's a large windfall, if planning was done before this person passed away to provide for you, don't dis- dishonor their their wishes by making um, you know rash or <clears throat> emotional or bad money decisions because obviously there was a plan put forth. If they had a million dollars of life insurance, it's supposed to pay off debt, send the kids to college, provide you income, whatever the plan was. Talk with the right professional. Get the right guidance so you can make the best money decisions. But in anything in your life, get a second opinion. Get a second opinion from the estate planning attorney that's going to help you with this probate process. Interview two or three. Find someone you're comfortable with, someone you feel is knowledgeable. Same thing on the investment and the financial planning side. If there's debt to be paid off, should you do it? Should you not do it? Well, why wouldn't you pay off all debt? Well, it depends. It depends on your own financial situation. Depends on the debt type and the interest rate. All those things come into play. All right. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm your host, Jason Qualls. I'm with you every Monday through Friday, 4 o'clock right here on WGNS. Online anytime at financialcoachingradio.com. Taking our first break. If you have a question, hit us up online. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. I'm Jason Qualls, commission-free certified financial planner. I can't stress enough how important it is for you to get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan. Unfortunately, since most financial advisors care more about selling you financial products than providing objective advice, it can be hard for you to know who has your best interest in mind. Call me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner for a free no-obligation investment review at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Okay, folks, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. If you were my client or a loved one, I would never let you get your wills done online. This is truly a case of where you only get what you pay for, and those you leave behind will be the ones to pay the price. Go see estate planning attorney John Baker today by calling 896-5621 or go to bakercouncil.com. Again, that's 896-5621 or bakercouncil.com. Get the expert estate planning advice you need today. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THNW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THNW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. Mike Conley with Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. They are an independent home and auto and business insurance agency right here in Murfreesboro. M-I-D-T-N-I-N-S group.com. What's up, man? 
What's going on? Let's start with the deal. And you just mentioned off the air that you had a deal of the week. We don't think we've done one for a while. I don't think yeah. I forgot to ask you if there was a deal of the week. And you've brought a post-it note, so this must be a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one this week. Um, and actually, we've had a, a run here lately of, of some fairly decent ones. Um, but the one that stood out to me was a gentleman that came to us from another agency. Um, sometimes things happen with uh, different contracts with different, different insurance carriers and and one person can no longer service a certain carrier well we get some phone calls sometimes saying hey we really like our policy we'd like to stay but can we come to you and absolutely we can do that that's unique yeah i don't think we've ever talked about that issue your agent can't sell the company that you own anymore and you don't want to change companies you just want to change agents yeah just change agents it happens more than you would think wow um but one of the things that we do anytime that happens is we sit down and review coverages with you and we and we review the price and kind of you know take it upon ourselves to make sure you're in a good spot um this gentleman did so he was paying for home and auto um five thousand eight hundred eight dollars a year um we got the and the home part of that was three thousand sixty six um, we got the home down to 1309 and took the autos from 2742 a year to 2066 bucks. Um, at the end of the day saved him $2433 a year. Wow, on his home and his auto. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we also fixed some coverages that were kind of, you know, wonky in, inside some of the policies um, and just kind of straightened it all out and got it all squared away and saved him 2400 bucks. So that's one of the values of working with an independent agent is that they have options for you. We have options for you. And versus the other type of insurance agent, they, they have one company and that's it. That's it. In the life insurance business, I know if you're a captive agent and you're supposed to be tied to one company, if that company will not write them, they can, you know, if life insurance is declined, they can use another company. Is it that way in home and auto? Like if someone says, obviously it wouldn't be as often as a decline, but say the rate was just crazy, the client's not going to take it, do they have the option to sell outside carriers or are they just strictly no? Occasionally they'll have something for like a non-standard market, you know, where if there's a home or something, there's claims issues, they might have an, an outlet to kind of, you know, be able to punt the ball to, so to speak. But typically it's my product, and if you don't qualify, sorry. Cool. So what's the best way to reach out to you guys to shop home and auto and business and life insurance? All types of insurance with you guys. 615-898-0053 is probably the best way to reach us. Also online, MIDTNINSgroup.com. This is an interesting story coming out of Atlanta. A squirrel ransacks a home. Insurance will not cover the damage. So Pretty typical. <laughs> so I'm trying to imagine what, this, what, what could have happened that a squirrel gets into a home and just... What does he do? Like, how bad could he mess it up? Oh, he can mess him up pretty good. Um, <laughs> get in the attics and start tearing through wiring and, and plumbing lines and, you know, get stuck in your attic and all of a sudden he wants something to drink. It's going to find the nearest place to get water and, and so on and so forth. Uh, the married couple in Atlanta says the insurance company won't cover the repairs for the damage the squirrel caused. The couple told the news station locally when they went to visit a family member for Christmas soon after they bought their new home while they were gone. Uh, the alarm went off in the home, and it turned out to be the squirrel. And he did a lot. <laughs> I'm trying. How, how, how does one the squirrel get in? You know, I, I can imagine in the attic. Sure. But still, it's, they're so small. Well, and I think they could do damage, but it would take some time. 
I find it hard to believe that it did it in a very short period of time, unless there was something wrong with the squirrel or something. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't. Obviously, we don't know all the details. But the floors were scratched. The baseboards had been chewed. A faucet in the kitchen had been left on. Which side could that be? The squirrel. Yeah. I mean. So she and her husband thought someone had burglarized their home. It turns out a squirrel had fallen down from their chimney and gotten trapped in the uh, in the vacant house at the time. I got you. I could see it causing some damage, but, you know, it, I can also see where the insurance company doesn't cover that kind of thing. Why would it not? Typically, uh, vermin or, or infestation of that sort, they just explicitly excluded. Typically. Not always. Um, sometimes there's some, you know, if you have like a, a, a policy with all the bells and whistles and stuff, there might be some coverage in there. But on just a basic homeowner's policy that the typical person would have, usually any kind of rodents or anything like that are excluded. The squirrel ended up uh, nesting in the couch because it's kind of kept out there. How <laughs> long were they gone? <laughs> it doesn't suck. You would th- they said that you think insurance would cover something like this. However, an insurance adjuster came by, denied the claim, and cited the exclusion for rodents and vermin. Many homeowners' policies exclude coverage for damage caused by rodents and vermin. Uh, <laughs> I could see where this one might should be, get it. So they created exception. a GoFundMe page to pay for this. Really? How much they, they raised? They live so in far? Buckhead. I know not every house in Buckhead is expensive, I would assume, but Buckhead is the the rich part of Atlanta, richer part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that, why are they hurting for money for this squirrel? Hey, you know, sometimes folks live above their means. Who knows what they're doing? And God knows what the damage costs. I know, you know, if it was 20, 30 grand, then it might be trouble. It, must, it doesn't say the amount of the damage, but it says that it will take two weeks to fix the damage. They have to stay in a hotel. I'm almost wondering if this is kind of sounding a little uh, uppity, so to speak. And no mention other than that one comment I mentioned earlier about the faucet. Yeah. And this squirrel, know, how, how likely is it? <laughs> I don't know about all Like, this. they're trying to get something here. It just seems that way. By all means, it could be completely legit. But What other things that are similar to that are not covered um, by homeowner's policy? Settling. You know, if the, if the if the land under the house just settles, now that's a bizarre one too. So mm-hmm. you think you know, how is that much different than say a storm? Because um, it's not it's sudden and accidental. Act of nature, kinda. yeah. Sudden and accidental is different than something that takes months and years to happen. Um, so if it, the house kind of settles and cracks the foundation, sure. or what? Are, what kind of issues could come from uh, the, the brick be cracked, the foundation could be cracked, your doors and stuff don't shut correctly. You know, there's certain you're on your own to to do that for the most part, unless there was something sudden and accidental. You know, if they're blasting down the street from you and you can directly relate the damage to that activity, then then you have a kind of a case Um, and your insurance may not pick it up at all at that point either. But at least you their insurance might. Um, There's several different things out there that that people would think hey that, that should be typically covered or my my insurance is responsible for it not my neighbors or my neighbors is and i'm not um trees falling in your backyard's a good one typically if it doesn't hit anything there may not be any coverage to cut that up and get it out of the way so you're that would be, that would be something i wouldn't even think that that would be a homeowner's claim if it did damage the home sure but obviously you have to fork out money it's on the property yeah one that gets people a lot of times is that your neighbor's tree falls crushes your fence they want the neighbor's insurance to pick it up. Well, the neighbor's insurance covers the neighbor's property. Your insurance covers your property. So the repair of that fence 
is actually your responsibility. Now, if you want to go back and jump up and down and, you know, you and the neighbor work it out, that's one thing. Um, but typically, their insurance is not going to pick up. You're going to have to file that with your insurance to have the fence fixed if it exceeds the deductible. All reasons you need to work with a qualified agent. If you have questions about any types of insurance, reach out to Mike Connolly, 898-0053, Middle Tennessee Insurance Group, MIDTNINSgroup.com. We're going to take our second break. If you got a money question, hit us up about anything regarding personal finance. FinancialCoachingRadio.com. Click email the show. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. Back right after this. We have many great insurance agents in Rutherford County. The trouble is, most of them really don't work for you and me. That's why I only recommend the independent agents of Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. They've helped many of my clients get the home and auto insurance coverages they need while also saving them hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. See if you're wasting money on home and auto insurance today by calling Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 898-0053. That's 898-0053. Listen up. When is the last time you talked with an independent? Objective Certified Financial Plan. Do yourself a favor and get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan. Call me, Jason Qualls, the only Certified Financial Planner today at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. Buying a house is stressful and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio. No books to sell, so we're not peddling any live event tickets. We'll leave that to the other show. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner in the house with Mike Conley with Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. Here to talk with you now about auto insurance for a small business. So I'm imagining that this business has vehicles that they let their employees use. Or would it even apply to someone that just owns maybe a sole proprietorship or a small, really just one person shop and they have a company vehicle? Yes. If you have a small business and that business owns the vehicle or leases it, then you probably need commercial auto insurance. If there are letters on the side of your vehicle, you probably need commercial auto insurance. When you say letters, what do you mean? Like the. Business a magnet, name? yeah, magnet with the business name on it that you slap on the door. Well, I'm thinking realtors do that all the time. Are they having commercial auto? Ah, their insurance company would not be happy if there was an accident and it was on a personal auto policy. What's the difference? Well, that's you're advertising for a business. You're working commercially at that point. And I even imagine people who put like stuff on their back window. It's hey, kind of permanent. That's, that's a little bit. It, it, you are getting into semantics there, but it could cause you an issue, I guess. Um, Passive and active is is 
probably going to take a role there. If you're passively in, you know, kind of like the back window stickers would be, versus you have a client in your car showing them houses, there's two different animals there. Wow. What's the difference between a, a regular auto policy and a commercial auto policy? Uh, typically, the limits are much different. You can have higher limits. Um, you can have specific situations where employees are driving, things of that nature. Um, you can have coverage for, um, you know, hired cars where it'd be, you know, you have somebody come pick you up. Uh, there's... Sounds all more expensive than regular, too. It is typically more expensive than a regular insurance. Um, they know that the usage is probably going to be much greater during the day. When you, if you were using your if you really have this, if your car really is a company vehicle and you're advertising or not, and you had an accident doing company related stuff, would the regular auto policy, if they found out, I guess the the details, would they, could they decline the claim? I mean, if you're just running an errand. Then typically it'd be fine. Now, if they find out that you know you drive that car, you're an outside sales guy, and you drive that car a thousand miles a week, but you say you drive three miles to work one way on a commute, then yeah, there might be an issue there. There, yeah, there right. possibly could be. And you guys handle this as well, right? So oh yeah, someone, ab- yeah. Absolutely. So we always talk about auto insurance in terms of just the you know regular personal but yeah. it's also through your business it's true is it linked up to your other parts of your business insurance or is this kind of standing alone it's just it's a separate policy of uh, in and of itself now just to kind of keep on this theme on your personal auto policy typically there is a business use classification for a personally you know owned private vehicle that you do use for business purposes like if you're a guy who works from home and your job is to simply go visit people you know client visitation type thing um you can put that on your personal auto policy if that car is personally owned by you entitled to you personally because there are those small things that you know people are going to knew that they that their car is owned personally but needs to be insured in a business setting well, it's hard to explain. I'm a, sorry. So that does it make a difference of the, the ownership? Does it? Does the company have to own it? You can lease it. Um, we do have some situations where um, trucks, you know, guys are contractors. Their truck is owned personally. But are, is the insurance? Business. If I'm buying commercial auto or buying personal, are they looking at how my like? If I have, I bought a, co- a car in my company's name, that's how it's titled. But I go want to get personal auto insurance. Is that? cause any issues do they care about the title or do they just care about how it's used some carriers do they will ask you on the front side um typically that information would be figured out on the back side uh if there was a claim or something like that the check would be cut obviously to your name which could cause you a problem if it's your business vehicle or vice versa you know if it's titled to the business name and they cut a check to you personally it could be kind of difficult to rectify that um but it can't be done so as a small business owner, there's lots of other issues they're dealing with. You know? Yeah, there's lots of little caveats. You know, got our, commercial liability or, or business liability. You got workers' comp. You got commercial auto. It, it, it could kind of go on and on and on. Sure, you got commercial umbrellas. I mean, there's commercial lines is a totally different animal than personal lines. If if things are titled or deeded in the name of a business, an LLC or something like that, typically you need to go to the commercial side of things, typically, um, and vice versa for the personal ones. Is one company better at commercial than, say, or is there specialization in, in the types of insurance? Or is it every company that does auto does re- personal and commercial? No, um, 
not all your personal lines carriers are going to be commercial lines carriers. Not all your commercial lines carriers are going to be personal lines carriers. Some do both. Some only do either or. Um, some are more industry specific. Hey, yes, we cover bus drivers or yes, we cover, you know, tow truck drivers. There's, there's programs and companies out there that specialize, um, when it comes to the commercial line side of things. What is the best way to, if a business owner is hearing this is like, man, I, I, maybe I need to look into commercial auto and they have questions. They don't really know what they, the steps are, what the, make sure the covers that they need. How do they reach out to you to get that information? Um, 615-898-0053 is the best number to reach us. Just give me a call. I'll have a five-minute conversation with you, and we can kind of figure out whether or not you really need commercial auto insurance or not. And along the same lines, let's say I have a building that I bought for my business. I bought it personally, but it's for the business. How does what type of insurance do I need to insure that building? Or since it's just a building, is, is it just commercial by its nature? Well, if you own it personally and you're using it for your business, I would assume on paper somewhere there's a lease agreement between you and your business for that property. Um, and then you simply could have it as a commercial rental for your business held personally. So if you would insure it commercially in that instance? In that instance, because the entity inside of it's commercial. Typically, um, the way it would work is an insurance company would be happy to take that on if they would take on the business that was inside of it. They don't necessarily have to, but if it's a line of business that they would normally insure, then they'd be happy to insure what they call the lesser risks portion of that. But it sounds like there's also, if I have this building and it's, I don't know, say I'm doing nothing with it. It's not a business in there. Does it insure it normally? Yeah, I mean, it would be a vacant. If there's nothing in it and it's just a vacant commercial building, there's policies out there for that too. So it matters if there's somebody in it. Does it, what about a resident? So you just have a vacant home. Like you're just you're moving away. You live. You're going to live somewhere. Else. We're going to keep the house. You're not going to rent it. Does yeah. it, that change anything as far as vacancy? Vacancy is a very big deal, commercially or personally. Doesn't matter if you're renting a house or renting a commercial building. Um, if it's vacant, you're going to pay a higher rate. The coverage amounts are typically going to be less while it is vacant. Um, and it's it's a little bit different of an animal because if no one's going to be around. The insurance company gets a little bit leery. Good stuff. MIDT and INSgroup.com, Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. They are an independent home auto life insurance, business insurance agency. That means they can shop around, get you the best deal. Also give you some great advice on the coverages that you need. And that's the key part. That's what we care about on this show, making someone has the right coverages for them. Absolutely. We... I, I'd love to do business with everyone that listens to our show. I know that's not a possibility, but I'd be happy to give every single one of our listeners the advice they might need or the information they might need to help them out. Because most people listening are underinsured on home, auto, or both. Typically. And that's what we're talking about here, making sure you have adequate coverage on your home, adequate coverage on your auto. That's it. Absolutely. Mike Conley, Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, we're going to take our last break. Get a money question in at financialcoachingradio.com. Back with you right after this. Hi, this is Gabriel Fancher with Reliant Realty. Are you thinking about selling your home? Do you know what your home is worth? 
Call me at Reliant Realty to find out. 615-445-5073. That's 615-445-5073. Or go online right now and find out at www.homevalue615.com. Again, that's www.homevalue615.com. Call me at Reliant Realty. 615-445-5073. Donegal offers car and homeowners insurance at rates that are very competitive. So competitive that Donegal's car insurance rates are among the lowest in the state. And if you insure your car and home with Donegal, Donegal will take up to an additional 10% off their already low rates. Donegal, a better value. Let us quote your auto and home and maximize your discounts. Call Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-0053. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tuthero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tuthero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. Financial Coaching Radio is back and online. We're here with you always online at financialcoachingradio.com. If you click on the archives tab, you've got a long list of all the past shows. Those past shows are covering topics that no one else is covering. You know, we're not all about just getting out of debt and getting to a, on a budget, excuse me, and sticking to a budget. We're on everything that touches your financial life. Obviously, we haven't covered everything in the world, but if it's life insurance, home insurance, auto insurance, estate planning, tax planning, investments, you know, it's across the board. You know, there's some topics we cover more than others because those are the more uh, those are the most topics that we're discussing in re- in the real world off of the radio land with our clients. But those shows are all listed by date and they're all listed by main topic. So give them a listen and you'll get some financial know-how you probably didn't have before. Financialcoachingradio.com. Click archives. As I told you in the first segment of the show, I'll tell you the last segment of the show, no matter what your financial situation is, you need someone who's on your side, who only works for you, only paid by you, and is a certified financial planner. Go to jasonqualscfp.com for more. All right, I'm out of here for today. Appreciate you listening today and every day. I'll be back at you next time. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS. 